Hello, friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF, your hometown radio station in Madison and North Florida, and uh, your station, if you're listening by computer anywhere in the United States, anywhere in the world. And we know we have listeners from different parts of this country and different parts of the world. And we know we have listeners who are listening by computer because you've come to our website. You've downloaded this teaching from uh, our website. And it, uh, you can listen live on the website. You can download it to any uh device that you have, uh, we just ask that if you uh, give it to someone else in some form, that you will give credit to us for uh, bringing this message, uh, the Holy Church of God, where it originates right here in Tampa, Florida. And we have a great message to bring you today, a message of hope, some good news, and a bad news world. That's why I love to go to the Word of God uh, so often, because in it I find hope. You know, the scripture said that the God of hope would fill us with all hope in believing. The moment we begin to mix faith with the Word of God, in effect, believe the Word of God, we can't help but be hopeful. Praise God. One man put it this way, said, ever since I begin to consistently study the scriptures, I have become a prisoner of hope. <laughs> Hallelujah. And how we need that glad anticipation of future good in this world with such bad news. In fact, the news is so bad, the Bible said, and it's prophetic of the last days, these times that we are living in now, the the lead-up to the Great Tribulation, and that condition that just precedes the coming of Jesus Christ. Jesus taught that men's hearts would fail them for fear and for looking at the things which are coming upon the world. And oh, what a hope we have in Jesus Christ today. So please stay tuned to our broadcast today. If you're a brand new listener, we welcome you. If you're not a Christian today, please stay tuned. We want you to hear the words of hope from the Word of God. There's hope for you today. There's hope for me today. There are no hopeless cases when it comes to God and His power, and not just His power to help us, to heal us, to deliver us, to save us from our sins and our self and from Satan, our enemy, but His great heart of love that that gives us faith to believe that He will use that power, that awesome omnipotence that He has to help us in the time of our need. So we're going to be talking about from the miry clay to the rock to stay, God's willingness to help you and to help me, and then to establish us, praise God, amen, and to keep us and take us through whatever we may be going through, hallelujah. So, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me back to Psalm 40, verse 1, 2, and 3, and let's read it together today. By the way, while you're turning, if you would like to come to our website, uh, I, I used to just say type in THCOG, but if you also want to, uh, you'll get to know me better, know how to spell my name. Just type in Pastor Robert Venable, V as in Victor, E N A B. 
A-B-L-E. V-E-N-A-B-L-E. Able. V is in Victor. Uh, Venable. And it will take you to Robert A. Venable. Pastor Robert A. Venable. And you click on that. It'll take you straight to our website. Praise God. And uh, you would be welcome to, to peruse our website. And anything that you feel would be educational or inspiring or edifying, you're welcome to, to utilize there. Listen to it live from our website. Download it onto a device. And just give us credit for if you use it in some other context. I, I remember, and I want to tell you this before we go to our teaching today, I remember getting a phone call from Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, years ago uh, when in, when we had tapes instead of the disc available to people. And someone called from Louisville, Kentucky and said, Pastor, do you know that you are preaching in the jail system here in Louisville. And I said, no, that's a shock to me. Are you sure you have the right person? They said, you're not here physically, but we are using your tapes that were sent to us by someone because we don't have anyone to teach the scripture, to preach the word, but we have a lot of people to pray with people uh, to come to Christ and to counsel with them. And, and they said, we have a jail ministry here without a jail minister. So we're using your tape, and at the end of it, we're we're making the call to salvation, and people are coming to the Lord, and we're sharing Christ with them. And I gave them my blessing to continue to do that in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the glory of God. So we never know where the word is going to go, but we know wherever it goes, it will not return void. That's the promise of Scripture in the Old covenant, God said, my word will not return to me void. It will accomplish that that I desire. It will prosper in the thing that I sent it, for it is as the rain that comes down and the snow that waters the earth and causes it to bring forth and bud, so shall my word be. So we're confident today that God's word is going somewhere, that he is going to do a work in someone. And you may be the someone that he's sending his word to today. When we went on the air, I'm taking extra time today to just in, be encourage you that are listening that God is at work through His Word and by His Spirit. Praise God. We have a part in that by bringing the Word to you. But, but God, God watches over His own Word to perform it. Praise God. And if the Lord is speaking to you today, listen intently to what the Spirit says to the church. And if you're not a Christian, listen to hear God's voice as we bring His Word to you today. Praise the Lord. All right. Psalm 40. Let's get into His Word and let His Word get into us. Psalm 40, verse 1 through 3 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined his ear unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he put a new song in my mouth, even praise to our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust the Lord." Hallelujah. Last week we talked about God's willingness to answer our 
prayers, to hear our cry. He inclines His ear to us when we call upon Him out of a pure heart and out of faith. And not only does God want to answer our prayers through that answered prayer, God wants to deliver us. Verse 2 said, He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and establish my goings. I want to talk about this horrible pit and this miry clay. This place in our life, this predicament, this circumstance that maybe our own foolishness and folly has got us into. Maybe we have uh, 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 adapted a habit that we no longer want, and we want to break that habit, but we can't seem to break it in and of ourselves. And we are in that prison house, that horrible pit, that horrible place. I remember uh, not too many years ago, hearing through Dave Wilkerson's ministry one of the one of the testimonies of a drug addict and how he described his descent into drug addiction, which is if you know anyone that's an alcoholic or addicted in any way, uh, you know that they live in a horrible pit in a place that they in and of themselves in so many circumstances can't extract themselves from without some some help somewhere, somehow. And in many cases, only the supernatural power of God can deliver them. But I want you to know that supernatural power is available to you and me today because of what God has willed and, and what Jesus has accomplished Accomplished at the cross. Hallelujah. There are no hopeless cases today. And this is how he, he described his descent into this place uh, that he can't get out of. He said, when I first started using drugs, I used them recreationally. I thought I could use something at a party and I could then put it down and not touch it and not let it consume me. He said it was like a little monkey, like a little, cute, sweet monkey. And he said, I invited the monkey through that recreational drug use. I invited that little monkey to sit on my shoulder and I would play with the little monkey. And The monkey was fun to play with. But he said, as I began to do a little more drugs and a little more drugs, the monkey began to grow. And the monkey began to grow more and more. And after a while, the monkey was very heavy. The monkey on my back was very heavy for me to carry. And the monkey started demanding more and more. And the more I fed the monkey, the stronger the monkey got. And after a while, it was no longer a little monkey that I was playing with. It was a gorilla sitting on my back, demanding more, that I feed him more and more. And I decided, I can't do this. I can't go on this way. I want to be free. And I grabbed hold of the gorilla to pull him off of my back. And I found that he was so much stronger than me. And now I can't get him off of my back. Friend of mine, there are circumstances in life that we cannot 
deliver ourselves from. And God does not expect us to deliver ourselves. He wants us to look to Him for that very deliverance. There is no place that we can find ourselves in that we can't get out of that God can't set us free from. And that is what the psalmist is saying in the second verse. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. The Amplified New Testament says, He drew me up out of a horrible pit, a pit of tumult and of destruction. Out of the miry clay, the froth and slime. He set my feet upon a rock, steadying my steps and establishing my going. You see, he extends his tenderness to this bound one, this wounded one. David describes himself as being in a horrible pit. The word horrible means in the Hebrew a roar, a din, a crash, an uproar, a tumult. And this word pit refers refers to a, a cistern or a dungeon. You see, they used to dig out holes in the ground, line it with clay to hold water from the rain, from the rainstorms, for the, for the irrigation purposes. And they called it a, a cistern. And this cistern, uh, when it was broken at the bottom, could hold no water, but now there was that clay bottom. And he said, it's like a, a pit that I can't, get out of. That's what Joseph was in when his brothers threw him in a in a pit. And God speaks in the Old Testament of a broken cistern that can hold no water. It's like a, a hole, a deep dungeon, a place that we can't climb out of ourselves. And it has the idea of being trapped in a place of torment while one's enemies cry out against him. David speaks as one who is wounded by the problems and burdens of life. But God reached out to him, even in that horrible time, and extended his tenderness to David. God delivered him, he said, from the horrible pit. Isn't it encouraging to know, when you reach up to God in faith, you will find that God is already reaching down to you. He's willing, He is ready, and He is able to deliver you and deliver me from anything that, that would keep us from serving Him, from enjoying life. You know, the Bible said that the thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Christ said, but I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. You can't reach high enough to deliver yourself, but God will reach down to pull you out of the deepest pit of torment and despair, addiction, anything that is holding you, keeping you. There's someone listening today, and I know uh, what it is to be on the other side. I was lost before I was saved, and I was bound before I was set free. And I had habits that would have destroyed my marriage, habits that would have destroyed my mind, my health. I had habits that would have kept me apart from God, oh, friend of mine. But when Christ came in as my Savior, I came to Him with all of my 
sinful habits, I came to him with all of my guilt and shame, and God delivered me. He wants to deliver us. The Bible literally says, whom the Son, whom Christ sets free, is free indeed, or really free. Hallelujah. Who among us can forget the horrible pit of sin? Who can forget pain and the loneliness of our separation from God? Who can forget the burden of conviction? Who can forget the fear of of knowing that if we drew our last breath, we would not go to heaven, we would go to hell, we would spend eternity banished from the presence of God and punished? Oh, friend, being lost is like being in a horrible pit. While the enemy of our soul, Satan, howls against us, mocking and taunting and condemning and saying he will never let us go. Thank God for the tender hand of the Lord that reached out to touch us in our wounded condition, in our bound condition. When we needed him the most, he did not turn us away, but he took us in, bound up our wounds and gave us true rest and peace. You see, God wants to deliver you. My dad, who is with the Lord now, he uh, he used to love a particular song of the faith that is, is from way back in his day. He was born in 1919. He lived to be 93 years of age. And this Christmas, uh, he passed away during the Christmas season. And this Christmas, I remember a song as I was studying this particular part of the teaching for our broadcast for this year. I remember him singing uh, and playing on his fiddle. Uh, I was lost and undone without God or his son when he reached way down for me. When the Savior reached down for me, when the Savior reached way down for me, I was lost and undone without God or his son. When the Savior reached down for me. You see, when you reach up to God in repentance and faith, God is already reaching down for you. You're not too deep, deeply steeped in sin that God can't lift you out and set you free. You're, you have no addiction, no habit that God cannot and will not break. He will not do it without your cooperation and your faith he will not he will not go against your will but if you want to be free if you want to be free and you will look to Christ and repent of the sin that is in your life and receive him as your savior ah oh, friend of mine all of the power of the one who created Heaven and earth will now move in your direction. I love that scripture that speaks in the new covenant of knowing his power to usward who believe, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And I love that scripture that that is just verifying and confirming each other that says if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he shall also quicken or give life to your mortal body. The power of God that defeated death. The power of God that raised Christ. The power of God that created the world and the universe. That power is available to you 
And that very power is available to me because that person with that power wills to set us free, wills to forgive our sin. He wills, praise God, for us to to be His children. And He will move by that very power, hallelujah, to set you and I free, to break every yoke, to break every chain to open that prison house that we may be in today. I'm going to say it again. I said it on the onset and by the authority of God's word, I want to say it again. Amen. There are no hopeless cases in the Lord. There is no one so bound that God can't set you free. And there is no one that has committed so many terrible sins that God cannot forgive them. This is the glory of the gospel. You see, this gospel never came in word only. It was never just words on a page without God Himself backing up His Word by His Holy Spirit. The Bible said this gospel, this good news did not come in word only. It is not dead letter. This gospel did not come in word only, but it came in power and in the Holy Ghost and in therefore in much assurance. Praise God. This is a promise of God in His Word that if you come to Christ by faith, He will forgive every sin you've ever committed. He will remit them. And as the Scripture says, He will cast them away from you. As far as the east is from the west, and their sins I will remember no more. Glory be to God. He promised to break every chain. Jesus taught, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because He has anointed me. You see, that power is brought into play. He has anointed me to set the captive free and to set at liberty those that are bruised. Hallelujah. You may be captive to sin. God will set you free. You may be a captive to drugs or alcohol. God is willing to set you free. David said, I was in a horrible pit. I couldn't get out of that. I was in the miry clay. I couldn't extract myself. But I reached up to him and found that he was already reaching down to me. Praise God. Praise God today. You may be a Christian And you may still be hanging on to a habit that you know God doesn't want in your life. And and I've heard this many times, and you may have said it yourself. Uh, I've asked God to take this from me. No, no, no. No, don't just ask Him to take it. Allow Him. Trust Him to take it. (laughs) There are things we're asking Him to take that we really, if we're honest, we really don't want to turn loose. It's some of those little pet sins that we have that we feel we just can't do without. Oh, friend of mine, make more room in your life for God to satisfy, to fill with His presence, and therefore satisfy those deep longings of our soul. What you really need is not that something you think you can't do without, but that someone to fill that that place in your life 
that that habit, that something is filling. Oh, friend, today, when God can fill you and fill me, then He can fulfill you and fulfill me. Praise God. And I find that the things that I felt I couldn't do without, I found out I, I really didn't need at all. And it is easy now to say no to the things that pull me, constantly pull me, and demanded of me. And if you've got a monkey on your back that has become a gorilla stronger than you, I'll tell you, God is going to break that thing over you. He's going to snatch that thing off of you. He's going to, he's going to cast that spirit out of you. Praise God of addiction and set you free. And God is a master at it. And David said he did it for me. And other people are going to hear about what he did for me. And they're going to take courage in their own heart. They're going to hear it and take courage in their own heart. Every time I hear a testimony of God delivering someone, I know there's someone out there saying, well, that, that was them. That was them. I, 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 I can't conceive of him doing it for me. Well, today, I want you to be filled with faith and hope for your own personal deliverance. You know, one thing the Bible declares about God, and we need to get this through to us, that God is no respecter of persons. God doesn't put one person up and and do things for Him that He's not willing to do for someone else. There's a song that comes to my mind right now. It is no secret. It's an old song, but it's still beautiful to me. It is no secret what God can do. The chimes of time ring out to tell another day is through. Someone slipped and fell. Was that someone you? Oh, friend. And then the chorus would come on. It is no secret what God can do. What He's done for others, He'll do for you. With arms wide open, He'll pardon you. It is no secret what God can do. And friend of mine, God can do it. Not only He can do it, He wills to do it for you today. You know, He said, call upon me. In Psalm fifty fifteen. call upon me in the time of trouble. I will deliver you. I love the way God talks. He doesn't mince words. No wonder faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Oh, friend, I didn't come to apologize for anything that God has said today. I didn't come today to, to try to explain what He really meant. I simply came to speak as an oracle of God today to tell you exactly verbatim what the Word of God has declared because God backs it up. I'm not afraid to declare to you the promise of God today and the person of God, what He's like and what He wills. The Bible tells us about this wonderful person who loves us and tells us about His willingness to help us even when our own folly foolishness, our own sinfulness and stubbornness has got us into a pit. He promises if we will humble ourselves, confess our sins and repent and call upon Him, He will deliver us from our sin and then deliver us 
from sin's consequences. Glory be to God. Amen. Friend of mine, I pray today in the name of Jesus Christ that God is speaking to you right now. I pray that you will hear His voice. And I pray that as you hear His voice, and I know that He knocks on the heart door and He promised to the church of Laodicea, and He promises it to you today. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and sup with him and him with me. And when he comes in by his Spirit within you, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, believe me, all of that power to break those chains in your mind, your body, your life, all of those chains will be broken because He comes in and brings power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And He will not only come upon you, friend, He will come within you today when you receive Christ as your Savior. So today, don't wait another moment. Don't run from Him another day. He loves you. Run to Him. Reach out to Him. Reach up to Him. And you will find that He's already reaching down to you. Well, our time is gone. Would you come back next week and let's talk about Jesus. Jesus.